This is Nini Mats, the kingdom child, kingdom child, with the message of the kingdom of heaven. All right, guys, uh, we are continuing. Uh, this is part five, right? Uh, hopefully, the last. Really, really, hopefully, the last, guys. I, I like to stop at five. You know, five is my lucky number now. Uh, verse 10 says, To the married I give this command, not I, but the Lord. A wife must not separate from her husband, but if she does, she must remain unmarried or else be reconciled to her husband, and the husband must not divorce his wife. You see, guys, Divorce is allowed in the kingdom of heaven. You need to know that. Divorce is allowed in the kingdom of heaven when someone is unfaithful. What is not allowed though is remarrying. Is remarrying. Why? Let us go back to the beginning. You see, guys, um, right there in the beginning when daddy put uh, together Mary and, 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 and I mean uh, Adam and Eve, he was marrying them. And he gave uh, Adam one wife and gave Eve one husband. It wasn't two wives for, 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 for Adam or three wives for Adam. Or two husbands for Eve or three husbands for Eve. It's just one one. That's how it was. And no one was supposed to separate them. You understand? They were spiritually alive. Then when they sinned and died spiritually, they partook of Satan's nature. Things changed. A dead nature will never be the same as a living nature you understand now since since they partook of satan's nature and they were like satan human beings started become ha becoming haters you understand that's why uh daddy will tell um adam that from now on you're going to be ruling over a, a wife meaning you're not going to be loving her now but you're going to be ruling over her that's why you find so many men dictators like this and you call it love at first it's not love it's just a case and you find women staying there you think, oh, she loves me, she's staying even though I'm like this. It's not love, it's a curse. You understand? So we were not supposed to sleep with more than one person in a lifetime. One person was supposed to sleep with one, 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 one. If you divorce, you were not, you were not supposed to marry after that. In fact, if you go to the Gospel of Matthew 19, the disciple of Jesus, as well as uh, the hypocrites, came to Jesus at one point and they asked him, is it okay to give a certificate of divorce? And Jesus said, no, it's not okay. And they said, but Moses allowed us to do so. Jesus responded by saying, it was not so in the beginning. In the beginning, he made them male and female and they said, two shall become one and will never be se uh, separate and must not separate. No one should separate. It means that daddy was saying that we are supposed to sleep with one person in a lifetime, one person in a lifetime, because you become one with a person who you have sex with. So if you've had sex with 10 people, you are one with 10 people. Hey, guys, that is an embarrassment. Believe me, guys, when I tell you. You know, guys, when I say an embarrassment, it's a, guys, we are so foolish here on earth. We don't realize we're sleeping with everything we see that is all especially men they see whatever on the skate and they sleep with it they're becoming one with all ah guys you know so whatever you sleep with you become one with such people and you strike covenant with those people you understand and we think that by uh, uh, creating uh condoms we're going to get rid of that we ain't going to get rid of that sex is sex condoms or not sex is sex 
So when you have sex with people, uh, you become one with them. You understand? So we were, that's why we were supposed to have sex inside this institution called marriage. Because when you marry and you have sex, it's just that one person throughout your lifetime until you live. And when you die, then you are allowed. When you die, then you are allowed. That's why Paul actually says that, you see, my computer has just skipped. Uh, but Paul, he actually says that uh, now two that are unmarried and the widows, I say, it is good for them to stay unmarried as I do. All right, fine. Verse 10 says, to the married, I give this command, uh, not I, by the Lord, a wife must not separate from a husband, but she... But if she does, she must remain unmarried or else be reconciled to a husband. And the husband must not divorce his wife. You see, in Romans chapter 7, Paul was saying that when your husband dies, you are no longer bound bound by those laws, you understand? So a, a widow is exactly like a person who has never been married. So that person can remarry if they want to. That's why in verse 6, it says to the unmarried and widows, because they are the same. If you become a widow, it's okay to remarry if you become a widow. But if, a, if your husband is still alive, that's why a wife must not separate from a husband. But if she does, she must remain unmarried or else be reconciled to a husband. And the husband must not divorce his wife. You understand? So you are not allowed. You need to stay with the husband. If your husband is cheating on you, you are allowed to divorce. But if, they, if you realize that you can no longer stay with this overgrown baby, you divorce or you remain with this overgrown baby because you're not allowed to divorce and remarry. If you realize that your flesh is still burning, your sex is still crying out and you're burning with passion, stay with that overgrown baby. Because if you do uh, divorce and you remarry, you are now becoming a prostitute because you are now becoming one with another person. This is the problem I have with pastors in churches. They remarry people who were divorced. They don't tell them that they shouldn't. If you are an honest pastor, you will get rid of a person who has married before. And you tell them that you are not going to do this because this is sin. You are now producing a, a prostitute. Pastors are just prostitute producers in churches. All those women who were married and divorced and remarried are now prostitutes in the eyes of Jesus because they are now becoming one with other people even if they marry because they were not supposed to uh, divorce if they realize that they are burning with passion. It's just the way it is. And the, the painful part is that prostitutes according to the world because guys, they are prostitutes according to the world which we know. And they are prostitutes according to Jesus. According to Jesus, if you have sex with a person you're not married with, you are a prostitute. So if you if you are having sex with someone right now, let me just give it straight to you. You are a prostitute. If you're not married and you're having sex with someone, you are a prostitute. Either a male prostitute or a female prostitute. You you are one with that person. You are constituting a covenant with that person. You understand? Now, if you leave them and you go to another, you become, you continue being a prostitute and you become one with those people and you constitute a covenant with those people. So, when you remarry and you do that, you... 
become a prostitute, right? So pastors are busy producing prostitutes in churches. That's why I hate them so much. I hate what they're doing. When I think about them, I feel like vomiting because they are busy producing prostitutes instead of telling them the truth. You get rid of them even if you lose a member. Losing a dead person is not losing someone. Pastors are busy harboring a million followers, talking about million dead people. Those are dead people. What is the value of a dead person? Valueless. Pastors are busy keeping valueless people in churches. So you tell them the truth. Don't, guys, being loved by people at the expense of obeying Jesus, that's nonsense in the making. You understand? The beautiful thing about prostitutes, according to the world, is that they are paid. They get paid. When they sleep with these uh, males, they get paid. Even if it's a male prostitute, they get paid. But you, a prostitute, according to Jesus, you don't get paid. You keep sleeping with this man. You keep sleeping with this woman. You are a prostitute and you are not paid because you are lying to yourself, deceiving yourself that you are right because this person is not paying you. They should be paying you. You are a fool. You are a prostitute by, uh, according to Jesus and you are losing money. Isn't that a fool? No. Tell me now. Ah, guys. Ah, tell me. Tell me, guys. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Because now, according to Jesus, you are a prostitute because you're having sex with someone you're not married with. You're becoming one with that person. You are constituting a covenant with that person. So obviously, you're a prostitute. Secondly, you are not paid, meaning you are an unpaid prostitute according to Jesus. Ah, guys. You know, guys, it's just absurd and sad as well. And you will ask me, okay, fine. What happens now if I was not married and I was having sex with people and now I'm deciding to stop because now I know the truth. I always tell you guys, Jesus forgives based on knowledge. If you didn't know, Jesus forgives and his blood is there for that. So with his blood, you are getting rid of all those covenants. You're getting rid of all those covenants because sometimes by striking covenants with people because of having sex with them, they bring problems to you, spiritual problems to you, and you don't realize you've got you now have spiritual problems and you don't know because of having sex with these people you are a prostitute, you know. So when you get saved and you realize the truth, no longer have sex with people now. Wait until you get married. Because if now let's say for example, I've been having sex with this boyfriend, I didn't know the truth. And pastors are busy you not know, telling us all this truth because they're trying to be guys, they are busy trying to make us love them and busy telling us to pay tight and, 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 and give them blessings and, 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 and monies instead of preaching the truth. So their time is spent on telling us to give them money and, and earthly blessings instead of preaching the truth and making us love them so that we will follow them at the expense of my soul. So we didn't know. Now, let's say I was having sex with my boyfriend. And now I get to know this truth. Stop having sex. I stop having sex with my boyfriend. I tell my boyfriend, listen, Jesus' kingdom, it's like this. I want to make it to Jesus' kingdom. You don't owe anyone anything. If they don't want to stop having sex, get rid of them. Let them go. They're not worth it anyway. They're not worth it. Just useless, overgrown babies. Not, use, not worth it. Now what you do is you no longer have sex. You wait until you get married. So Jesus will forgive you till that far. He will forgive you. Now you don't have to have sex. Uh, you, you, you don't need to have sex now until you get married. So when you get married, you're starting a covenant with a person, which is okay because according to Jesus, you didn't know. So if you didn't know, he forgives. So to Jesus, that's fine. That is okay. 
you are forgiven. I always tell that Jesus forgives based on knowledge. You understand? So all those covenants, you actually um, got rid of them by the blood of Jesus. Guys, that blood is power. Ah, guys, you don't know what power is. That blood is power. You know, so when Jesus uh, cleanses, because he is our high priest in the order of Melchizedek, you know, he went out there, you know, after the cross, Mary was trying to hug him and all, and Jesus says, mm-mm. I have to go to my father first to present the blood. You understand? He had to go and present the blood because he is now uh, our high priest. You know, in the Old Testament, it was the line of Leviticus, the Moses line, which produced um, priests. But Jesus came from the line of Judah. You know, that's why he's called the Lion of Judah. So he came from the line of Judah, the line of David. You understand? So priests did not come from that line only kings came from that line that's why the kings in israel wanted to ki kill jesus because they thought he was taking um uh, their position not realizing that this line this lion of judah is actually a king of the kingdom of heaven you understand but also he is now the high priest in the order of Melchizedek. have you ever seen a, a, a like a one who's from the line of judah a priest no priests come from the line of leviticus but jesus is the high priest you understand so he's sitting there performing all these rituals so his blood is there so if you didn't know he keeps cleansing keep cleansing that's why the holy spirit guys sit in me because jesus is busy cleansing me busy cleansing me you understand and then when he realized that oh now she knows the truth because at first he's more interested in what i learn more in more than in what i do so he wants to make sure that i learn the truth so once i do then after that he tests me and then he's busy cleansing me once i know the truth he stops cleansing me that's why the holy spirit is able to sit in me why because jesus guys is able to sit i mean because jesus is busy cleansing me otherwise the holy spirit wouldn't sit on me because a sinner guys shocks the the, the holy spirit like electricity you know, sometimes the Holy Spirit uh, makes you experience certain things, especially if you are very spiritual. So he makes you experience certain things. So you get to understand why the Holy Spirit, why a sinner can't be indwelt by the Holy Spirit. It's because a sinner, sin shocks the Holy Spirit so he can't indwell. So with Jesus sitting there as a high priest, he keeps cleansing, keeps cleansing, keeps cleansing. And when Jesus stops, cleansing it means now you know the truth and you are now deciding to disobey him therefore the holy spirit has to live forever and he never comes back so these spirits of the world they come and indwell you because they don't mind you you are not shocking them because you are a sinner like them you understand so those things you need to understand you understand so it's important to understand that you are the temple of god so you need to understand you have to stop doing such things you understand so if you are busy you know if you've been divorced don't remarry you remain single remain with that overgrown baby guys it's a decision that you must make let me finish this one also guys in the next because it's already uh 15 minutes thank you and remember the word of god still remains the only source of knowledge about the kingdom of heaven please correct every belief with the word of god Correct me, correct every pastor with the word of God so that you won't be misled. If a belief of a church is not in line with the New Testament, get out of that church. As we have said, the Old Testament will contradict the New Testament because the Old Testament people were sealed with the blood of animals and its people were spiritually dead, but the New Testament is sealed with the blood of Jesus and its people are spiritually alive. Therefore, 
you will find contradictions in both these testaments. Always take the New Testament if you are the child of God because in these last days God speaks only through his Son, Jesus. I do not want anyone's blood requested from me, that is why we stick with the truth of his word. These podcasts are found on all podcasts players, including Spotify, Deezer, Audiomark, Samsung, Pandora, YouTube, and many more where you get your podcasts.